0: So today's episode is off to a a whirling start at the beginning of uh, today. Um, So a few days ago, uh, we got back from Alberta. We were in Banff, Alberta, working on a project. And I was in charge of keeping the keys safe for the house. This is my first responsibility as as a a homeowner. I'm like, I'm going to keep the keys safe. So
1: the thing is, like, Chris has never lived somewhere on his own before whereas I have since I was like 17 so I've been on lots of trips and I've had to be responsible for the keys and like it's hard to keep track of them while you're traveling because you're always switching bags and moving things into different pockets and you know that kind of thing so as we're leaving the house to go to Alberta, I'm thinking in the back of my head, like, okay, Chris has the keys. I'm like, this could end badly because he does lose everything. But you know what? I don't lose
0: I everything. I've lost a few key items. You lose things
1: all the time. <laughs> you can't even say that you don't. And I'm like, you know what? But he always says that I, you know, need to have more faith in him and whatever. So I'm not going to say anything. I'm not even going to remind him. I'm not going to say anything. No, until she was really good. We're on the way home. No, I'm not going to say anything until we get back in Toronto. That was, like, what I was thinking. So then, anyways, (laughs) we go through the entire trip, and I don't say a single word. And we get, we even, like, get to the airport in Alberta um, on the way home. I don't say anything. We land in Toronto, and we get our bags and everything. And I'm like, hey, Chris, uh, you have the keys, right? And then Chris starts opening bags, checking the pockets in his coat. He's, like, opening everything up at the airport and, like, look of horror on his face like i can't find the
0: keys i was stressing hard because i was like don't i don't want to let these people down they put faith in me
1: (laughs) these people meaning me
0: (laughs) yeah and our friends who were with us and staying with us that night because we got in at one in the morning and everyone was beat tired from their flight back from Banff. yeah and i was like oh security will just let us in so i instantly already thought that i had lost the keys and then I also thought that I lost my sunglasses. So I was like, cool, not going to mention the sunglasses well, part yeah, to then you
1: Then you were coming up, you were like, I have this memory of them being on like the dresser in the first hotel we stayed at and like all this stuff. So I'm like, yeah, you lost them. You lost them probably on like the first day we got there. It's fine. Yep. Moving on.
0: So anyways, this morning I was like, well, let me just check my jacket pocket one more time. And I forgot that there's kind of like a secret pocket in this like giant parka that we have to protect us from these Canadian winters. And wouldn't it be the keys down in the pits of the secret pocket along with my sunglasses I was looking for? So yep. I was like, Woo! And Lizzie was all like
1: mm. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to die a slow, and painful death. <laughs> yeah. But I'm still the the key keeper from now on.
0: She's the key keeper, which I'm, I'm okay with because then if it happens, then I can be like, mmm but she'll probably never lose the keys. I've never
1: lost them on a trip, though. Yeah. I've only lost my keys one time, and it was... Well, the thing was, I knew I was going to lose them, but we also, like, went out having two sets, so I was like because we were like drinking and partying and I like stuffed them in my in my bra. <laughs> nice. So I was like, yeah, these are probably going to get lost, but Chris has another set, so it's not a big deal.
0: <laughs> Between the two of us, we definitely get into our house at some point. Yeah,
1: so we got in and then we just got new ones cut the next day, but that was the only time.
0: So yeah, that's the beginning of our day. So yeah. moving yeah. <laughs> moving into our podcast and the real topic of today, we were so excited because we wanted to talk about it last night over dinner. We're like, that's the idea. Yeah. And then we were like, we had to hold ourselves back from talking about it because we were too excited. Yeah, so. I
1: didn't want to like let all the good stuff go go last night, and then you get here today, and you're like, but I already said that, and you like don't want to bring it up again, yeah. so I want it to be an actual conversation about it. So, last night at dinner, um, we were trying to think of a subject for the podcast today, and uh, Peter was just over yesterday, Yeah. and we were talking about this a little bit with him, and it was kind of like, there are a lot of creators who... Get to a certain point in their career, um, and I'm going to say like social media career or whatever it is.
0: Yeah. just but you, you want to identify with it, it's your you career identify. in, in it's general. It's your career
1: in general, but I think like it happens a lot with quote unquote influencers where they're like so focused on numbers yeah. and like, oh, I want to get to 50,000, 100,000, 200,000, a
0: Well, it's because it's an actual million. benchmark that you can like visually see yeah. and, and see your progress in both in growth as like an artist and as a business.
1: And you think that, like, by the time you get to that point, oh, that's going to be it. Then I'm, then I'll be satisfied. I'll have made it, you know. And it's hard to imagine yourself, you know, living that. And then, you know, in Peter's case, for example, like hitting a million, and then hitting two million,
0: and now and approaching then, three. Like and he'll now hit approaching it tomorrow three or something.
1: And then just being like, okay, well, like. Now, what? (laughs) Yeah. So, I've kind of done everything I want to do. And I'm sure he has other goals as well that aren't, you know, based on like subscribers or whatever. But he wants to make films or he wants to, I'm sure he's done a lot of that. And like, we're just using Peter as an example. Like, he didn't confide in, you know, us in feeling this way really. But this
0: is a common theme amongst a lot of the people in our space that we've kind of discovered. Um, that you hit certain benchmarks that, you, you know, you work so hard towards, like, let's say 50K or 100K. And you're yeah. like, that's when it will feel legitimate. And, and it does. Like, there's a moment. I remember when I hit 100,000 subscribers both on both platforms. It was a very overwhelming kind of feeling of, like, being proud of it. Yeah. and and being excited about it. And it wasn't that I was like, okay, the next thing's 200 and the next thing's 500,000. It was just interesting because my goals didn't really always stay about numbers anymore. I was like, oh, it's cool in the numbers, but now it's like, well, what am I making? What am I promoting? What am I doing? And that's a harder thing to kind of nail down.
1: Well, I think like a lot of people don't think about what's going to happen after Yeah. and take themselves out of that scenario where they're like, oh, this isn't everything. You know, my life is going to go, if I keep, if you keep doing, say it's YouTube. Yeah. If you keep, you know, uploading consistently and you do everything that everyone tells you to do, yeah, you will hit that number, Yeah. but then what? And you have to be thinking, you know, that's not the only thing my entire life is relying on is hitting those numbers. There's, you know, you have to kind of think, well, what am I going to do after that? What can I leverage those, you know, that following to do? And a lot of times people start to, like, once once you have all the money you want in the world, like, once you've, you know, Maslow's hierarchy of needs, once you, you know, have a roof over your head, yes. and, mm. like, even work-wise, you feel like you've done the work, like, say you want to do commercial gigs, like, you're doing tons of them, then what? Most people fall back into, oh, I want to now help other people, I want to better the world, I want to give back, because that's where the real meaning is in everything, I think, and that's why like when I'm in what I'm doing, you know, in my career, I'm always thinking like, okay, well, these are the goals I want to meet right now. Yeah, we want to do com- more commercial things. There's certain travel jobs we want to do. But I know I'll get them. Yeah. And then I'm I'm already now thinking what am what can I leverage that into that's going to help other people? Like I'm thinking bigger now, even yeah. though I know I can't do that because I have needs that aren't met. I know that that's coming. And I think a lot of people who are in this field don't think that way. And then when they get like a million subscribers or whatever, yeah. and they're doing the commercial jobs and they're traveling all the time, they have this breakdown where they're like, what the fuck? I'm swearing. Hello. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm am- swearing. Hey, they're like, what the fuck am I doing with my life? And they like retreat. You don't see them for six months because they're like reevaluating their entire life. Cause they never saw this coming.
0: Yeah. Because you're so pigeonhole into one kind of thing that you're working towards. You're like the numbers, the numbers growth, growth, growth and all of a sudden you're like, "Okay, cool. I have quote unquote the success that you want in yeah. terms of numbers. But what's after that?" Yeah. And it's funny because yesterday um as like kind of like a case study, I won't like say specific names, but it's interesting um we were talking about how certain people Go from just making YouTube videos and they're like, I only want to make like bigger things. I want to make films. I want to make these massive things. And then I've heard the opposite where people are only making like massive things and they're like, I just want to make YouTube videos and fun yeah, stuff. Because so, those
1: start to get too hard and complicated and too many moving parts. And then they're like, I just want the immediate gratification of making a little YouTube video again or like vlogging my day, you know? Or
0: something simple. So there's both sides of it. There's not like the grass. What I'm kind of getting at is the grass is not always greener on the other side. You just have to really internalize it for yourself and what you really like and a lot of the time you're just going to have to experiment once you hit certain goals with the things that you want to be making or at least implementing what you really enjoy and then the numbers are secondary like if you hit a hundred thousand then you're like cool that wasn't my focus my focus was the other thing that i was working on
1: yeah and i think like so many people think of everything as a destination. Once I get this, I'll be happy. Once I get that, I'll be happy. That's even how products are marketed to us. You yeah. know, once I once you get this face cream, all your problems will be solved. But it's and true that's that, not, that face
0: cream is pretty good.
1: Sometimes face creams are good. <laughs> you know, this this podcast is not about skincare um, <laughs> yet. But yet, <laughs> I'm going to take it over. But um, oh my god, I totally lost my train of thought. Now,
0: sorry. Oh, I remember. I remember,
1: I remember, I remember. So people always say that, you know, everything is finite. There's an end to everything and that's going to solve all your problems. But I think like once you recognize that your life and specifically for this podcast, for your career, everything is a journey, not a destination. And like it sounds really cheesy, but you're constantly going to be changing the work you want to do. You're constantly going to be changing like your mentality around how you want to live your life. Yeah. Like when we graduated university, like I was so sick of like not having money and constantly like not, you know, you're not broke. Like your parents are helping you at university, but you are you don't have a lot of money. And all I wanted to do was travel. And all I wanted to do was like have a secure place to live and be able to, you know, be comfortable and then it didn't take long for me to get that. And then I was like, okay, well now, well, what kind of work do I wanna do? I don't really like working in this production company. Guess I'm gonna quit. And then we started working together. I'm like, oh, I like the you know, the corporate work we're doing, the flexibility, da da da. And it wasn't long after that we were like, Oh, I don't really like this corporate work anymore. And you know, it's always it's always changing. And some people who don't know that, it really freaks them out when they're like, Oh, but I don't like doing this. That was my plan. What am I going to do now? Yeah. And they have this full panic attack of like, but I thought that's what I wanted. Like, what now? And I'm like, it doesn't freaking matter. Yeah, <laughs> You're going to change your mind all the time and yeah. you just have to keep doing stuff and it's all going to be fine. It's, I think. You're the whole-
0: constantly pivoting all the time. Yeah. So you're going to, you're going to kind of fall into what either makes you happy, what is working for you mm-hmm. or what gives you the best return on your investment of time while you're here. So you're going to constantly change. You might see something that really excites you. You start going down that path. And then like a year into it, you're good at it. You start making money from it, whatever it ends up being. But just know that you're constantly pivoting. There's no like, okay, I'm going to be an engineer point A to point B, or I'm going to be a YouTuber point A to point B. Like you could start on that path or you could start in corporate production and then move your way into YouTube like we did. And that's a constant pivoting and talking to people and switching and Re- re-evaluating, you know, where but you're even, at. But
1: even, yeah, even with figuring, even if you like, okay, YouTube's not for me. I want to be an engineer or, you know, I like science. Yeah. You're, you know, you're 16, 17, you're picking a university. You're like, I like science. Don't know what I want to do, but I like science or whatever it is or music and um, or it was you know videos like us. When I picked a university and I picked a program that was going to give me the opportunity to try a lot of different things and there are a lot of people who came to visit like the students in our program RTA students and said the difference between the students in this program and a lot of the students I'm meeting in other places is that RTA students are open to anything. We're not like, I want to be this one, one producer for this kind of show, the end. Some people are like that and some people know what they want. But most of us were like, yeah, I'd be willing to try that. Well, I know I like these kinds of things. So I'm trying to do a couple of them at the same time, see what I like better, see what I'm good at. And that's kind of how you have to approach your entire life. You get into the fields that you like. And then you start playing around in it, and then you kind of figure out what you like at that time. Maybe that doesn't work after a year. Then you go and do something else. Like you have to be flexible. But I think parents and teachers and everyone is like they're constantly telling us, pick a university, pick a program. You have to know what you want to do right now, and that's all you can do. And then yeah. you're just going to work at that for the rest of your life. And, and you, you freak die. out. Yeah, and you freak out that that's not how life works, and no. that's a poor way to live.
0: It's also the what you think you want to be doing versus once you actually start doing it and then realizing if you like it. Like for example, I went to university thinking I wanted to be an audio engineer. I was like, yeah. that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to produce records. I had like a little studio in my basement. I made this country album. I was kind of working on all this stuff, and then I was like, I don't really like being locked up in a room by myself. Just yeah, making you're very music. social. Right? It just didn't fit my personality, but I thought that's what I wanted, but at least I still went and did it. And then I pivoted afterwards, realizing that I could take skill sets from audio and bring that into video.
1: It doesn't mean you don't like audio at all. No. It's just that wasn't going to be your one thing. And you still, you still like it's involved in your life now. Yep. But you're not an audio engineer.
0: No, I don't identify as that. I I have some skill sets in that area, but. You know what I want you to take away from that little story is that you might have an idea of what you want to be doing, and then you actually go and try it, and then it pivots again, and then it actually brings you into the direction you probably want to to be in at that point. So really, just constantly trying different things so that it, you know, you're enjoying your time and while you're doing it.
1: Well, and I think at the end of the day, too, like once, kind of going back to once you've met all of your career goals, yeah. like that's how you'll you'll find things you'll enjoy, I think, and how you'll make money and be able to live your life happily and enjoy your work. But after that, I think everyone starts to turn towards how am I going to, you know, leave a legacy, but like better the world, like leave it one step better than how I came into it. How can I help people who don't have all the things that I have? You know, what can I do now? Yeah. And even though I don't feel like we have tons of money to donate to charities and, like, I would love to do more, but one thing that we started doing, well, that I've been doing longer, but I got you into it, is donating blood, for example, which is something that we feel really strongly about and that we can do often. And that, like, even just going and doing that, which takes, like, an hour, I find so fulfilling, like, way more fulfilling sometimes than what I'm working on because you've directly impacted and changed someone's life, you know?
0: So okay. I um, I think this would be an interesting point to go into some some questions. So, okay, Lizzie Pierce, just hitting fifty one thousand subscribers on the road to hundred k, and I know that hundred k is kind <laughs> of like your, you know, kind Oops. of surface level goal or whatever you want to call it, or like a number goal. Yeah. What What are your goals? What do you foresee your goals being after that? What do you foresee? What do you want? And what are what are you working towards?
1: Um, well, until that, like there are a lot of, there are a lot more films I want to make Yeah. for me to get better. Um, but that's, that's just cause I want to be good at what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but after that, like I've always kind of envisioned, I don't know, traveling somewhere and I don't know, being able to actually physically help someone somewhere else. Yeah. And I don't know what that looks like, um... There is there is a documentary I want to make, actually, that's um, a bit on the feminist side. <laughs> don't, I don't like using that word. But, but things that I think are going to leave an impact. Um, but, yeah, I'm still, I don't know, I'm still kind of figuring it out. Yeah. What about you?
0: It's interesting because I feel like for the first time in my life, I'm actually just trying to, like, enjoy where I'm at. Yeah. Because I feel like I was just like constantly working like, okay, start the business, start this. This is the monetary goal. Okay, hit, let's work towards that. But are that, you thinking about after?
1: Like I think about it a lot, but I just don't know. Like I haven't found the right cause to be like, that's what I want to do. Or, you know, other than that documentary I want to make. But um,
0: there's, there's obvious things that I want to use the platforms that we've built to promote more positive things. Again, it's connecting with the right people and connecting with the right organizations to really build a relationship that's like meaningful rather than just being like, oh, I'm just doing this because. So, you know, we did that with Canadian Blood Services on a project. I was really excited about that where we got a whole bunch of people to donate blood. Doing more of that would be amazing, right? I mean, there's still obvious other goals would be like, oh, cool. It would be cool to hit, you know, half a million or a million. But for me, like 100,000 was like, a really amazing benchmark. And then I was like, that's exciting. Okay. So for me now it's like, I just want to continue to get better. And one of the cool things about like looking through my Instagram feed is like, as more eyes kind of like looked upon the platform or whatever I was doing, I cared that much more and I wanted to make better images. So I think I've gotten better at photography and I still want to get better. Like part of the things that really excite me recently is that I get invited out to some of these events and there's always like somebody who gets to teach you something. So while we were in Alberta, we got to do like a whole night photography course with like a veteran in night photography. And I just asked him questions forever because I just am realizing that I'm still not that great at everything and I'd like to get better specifically. And I think
1: we're like both still kind of in that stage where like we want to get better. But like, do you ever think about after though when you're like, okay, well, I think I've pretty much done it. Yeah you know, and you will, do you ever think about after that what you're going to do?
0: Potentially. I mean, I could even see myself pivoting into like a whole new career or starting a completely different business, like something wildly different from media. Like maybe it's something in like the fashion or clothing space, or maybe it's something else or seeing some sort of other startup, even in the tech space, because I'm very interested in tech. Like I originally wanted to go to school for mechanical or engineering in some capacity, Right, so maybe yeah. it's not being an engineer, but it's partnering with people who have the skill set there, and then creating a company that is doing X, Y, and Z to yeah, help the world. but don't you think
1: you're going to get like bored of building,
0: like just business, creating,
1: of building businesses?
0: Maybe they're so like making unique and
1: making a video. It's yeah, like watering but like,
0: each different plant. Each plant is special. But
1: at the end of the day, like, what are you doing? I guess is my question. You know what I mean?
0: But I think each business has a goal. I think when you're building a business, it's not just like a monetary goal. Like You could have non for profits You could have all these other things. So you couldn't be doing something with the skill set of business. Is that the type of business
1: you want to have?
0: Maybe. I haven't thought about it that much. That's
1: what I'm getting at. So you haven't thought about after. Yeah. That's what I'm asking. Because I'm
0: so enveloped in what I'm doing now. and I'm actually just trying to enjoy it. I think kind of going back to what we were talking about. It's fine.
1: You don't have to. I'm just asking. Yeah, It's okay if you, you haven't. But I think you will get to that point where you're like, what am I going to do? Start another business and people are going to buy my thing and then I'm going to have more money. And then what do I do? Go home?
0: No, t- totally. And I think and I could foresee my s-
1: to do that. But totally. at the end of the day, then you're like, who cares?
0: Yep. I think the next goals that it would be more like outside of even business and stuff like that. It will be like raising a family, trying to be like a good dad. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I'm already in the stage where like, I want to try to be a good fiance to you, like a good partner. Yeah. Like I felt horrible when I lost the keys yeah it's not And like if it was just me
1: we're back to the keys right
0: no but the keys do represent something for me because it's it's what it represents is you putting trust in me to like bring us back into our comfort and our security of our home right and I felt bad that I was stressed out enough to forget that I put them in like a secret pocket because I you know, getting to the airport and finally getting home was such a crazy mess yeah. coming back that the last thing I was thinking about was the keys. And then when the keys actually came up, I was like, oh my goodness. And then I just reverted to a backup plan of being like, security will let us in. And then yeah. all those things backfired there. But what it represents is like, like I want to be a good provider for you. And that's like one of the things that I'm trying to do now. at this stage of my career and in my life. Yeah. It's not even career. It's like, you know, I, I care a little less about my youtube career is like i'm doing it now it's my job and i love my job and it's awesome and i get to make videos and talk about camera gear and these are all things that like get me riled up at this stage in my life okay but
1: so then did you outside find outside of that
0: there's there's you know building a yeah. life together which is really important to me
1: so then did you find that once you hit like let's say 100k for example like pretty much until you hit 100k like everything was about making videos <laughs> Mm -hmm. you were pretty involved in it. So like once you hit that, did you find that your priorities changed?
0: Totally. I think that I didn't want to like film everything. I was very selective of when I was making videos. And I also think, you know, we hit a certain financial point in our lives where I was like, okay, I'm ready to like build a home and I'm ready to like actually propose to you and take the next step and like do those things where we're like fully committed to each other. Because, you know, I knew that... The House of Cards of YouTube wasn't going to just fall apart. It was like doing its thing. It was an established business. It wasn't like a startup anymore, right? So I wasn't having to like bootstrap and just be working on it twenty four seven between the two businesses that we had, which was like YouTube and our commercial business. So once we kind of hit that, we were in like a comfortable state – I was like, I did kind of get to that point where I was like, well, okay, what's the next thing? It's like, okay, maybe it's health and fitness. Maybe it's, mm-hmm. you know, wanting to take the next stage with you. Maybe it's X, Y, and Z. Yeah. It's a lot of things outside of media. Um, and I would say that I just had a lot of interest in other areas where I was like, oh, I'm kind of interested in learning a little bit more about coffee. Like Peter introduced me to some cool coffee stuff. Well, fully dive into something like that. Start diving more into like sports and different things in that area, or maybe it's caring more about something that's not related at all to media or photography. Or even right now, I'm kind of interested in cooking. Like, small, but I'm starting to, like, trying to make things. And that's kind of exciting to me.
1: Well, I think, I think the moral of the story here, kids, is that, like... Kids. Kids. When you're looking at the people who you think have it all and you think must be so happy and completely satisfied, someone who's hit, like, I don't know, like you, who hit when you hit 100,000 subscribers, for example... The same, there are like the things that are important to you or the most important that you'll realize after that. Like, even though you can be so gung ho about hitting that and like you push everything else, like all your other priorities to the side, you're like, that's not important to me right now. I have to, you know, this is my yeah. goal 100,000 subscribers. After that, you're still, your favorite things are your family, your friends, you know, the food you eat. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, they're the same things as before. And so it's important not to, I think, even when you're like striving for that goal to recognize that and to not forget that people, the people in your life are really important or those like those core values are, are you know, more important than that number yeah. you're trying to reach and know that even after you reach that, that's not going to solve all your problems. You yeah. have to be thinking about what really matters to you. And what you really want to do with your life that's going to make you feel good at the end of the day. Yeah. Because I don't think, I think work is important. And I think we all have personal goals and what we want to get better at with our jobs. But I don't think that's always the most important thing No. ever. And you can't it's good to have purpose, everything on that.
0: But not all your purpose is directed at work. Work mm-hmm. is just an element of your purpose.
1: Even though we work a lot and like work comes before most things for mm. us, I feel like.
0: Yeah. But I think that will shift as we get older and we start to have a family.
1: It is changing though. Like we're still like, we still say, okay, tonight's date night, phone's away. Yeah. Like we have to go out and then it's really nice. Yeah. And I think we recognize that. Or like if it's something to do with our parents, like that's a priority.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, because you don't want to, you'll regret so much when you let that stuff go and you don't feel like you dedicated enough time to it, yep. you're going to feel way worse than like whatever project that you handed in a day late, like who cares?
0: Yeah. Or that you made like an extra few hundred dollars or a few thousand dollars or X, Y, and Z. Because Spent
1: more time in those After Effects titles.
0: <laughs> yeah. When you could have been spending it with, you know, people. Your significant
1: other, your kid, your yeah. mom, your dad.
0: So Yeah. Don't, don't lose sight of the roots and the things that you love while you're doing it. And I think that would, that's kind of a good point to leave off. Of.
1: Yeah. No matter how big you, you get in your career, the yeah. same things are just going to be as important, if not more
0: important than before. I think they're more important. Yeah. I think once you have it, you're like, Whoa, I, I neglected You're like, that. Holy <laughs> crap, this doesn't
1: matter. This other stuff matters still and actually way more. Oh,
0: <laughs> yeah. So. just
1: know that we're telling you from, from the other side.
0: Well, awesome, guys. Thank you so much for listening. If you did enjoy the podcast, um, please leave a review. That would be awesome. Uh, We get a good sense of what you guys like, what you don't like. And uh, if you have any questions, hit us up in the DMs on Instagram or YouTube. We're
1: looking for some guests for our show. Yeah,
0: some suggestions for some people who are either in a relationship or a couple or doing something together in some sort of creative space or maybe even not a creative space.
1: Let us know who you want to hear from.
0: And we love you all. Peace, guys. We love you all. <laughs>
1: Bye. Bye-bye.